Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman this week. I'm joined in studio by Fred Jackson, News Director for American Family News. Tip of the hat to you before I uh, come back to Ray. want to ask Ray about something here, but uh, just, you know, take a five-minute break. Uh, you know, I wander around a little bit, take care of some business, and then walk through the newsroom, uh-huh. news department, because you have a big bowl sitting out there on your conference table <laughs> with candy. That's right. So I stopped off and got three Milky Way minis. Yes. And I uh, got to say, you run you run a, a good ship over there, Fred. <laughs> it's uh, very, very enjoyable. And it's that time of the year, folks, where those little minis are around, and they don't count on your daily calories. That's right. It's just a bite or two. That's right. Yeah. So uh, Tim goes for the uh, popcorn when he's here. Uh-huh. And, uh, I go for the, I, I can't do the popcorn and then come on and start talking because I will <laughs> choke. So I don't know how, uh, how Tim does it. Uh, hey, uh, Ray. Yes, uh, sir. Tell our, your ministry is uh, Keep Believing Ministries. Tell our listeners, I always love to have our listeners find out a little bit about uh, your ministry. Tell them about your website, what folks can find if they go and take a visit to Keep Believing Ministries. Well, let me let me sort of answer that question this way. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> right, go, go ahead. Take your time. I'm going to go back and get another milk. Go get some popcorn or something. Mm-hmm. Well, over the weekend, uh, I was at a prophecy conference. In fact, that's where Marlene and I were on the way back from when we stopped at that McDonald's. Yeah. And I preached last uh, weekend in, at the quad, in the Quad Cities in Illinois at a prophecy conference, and my topic was um, the path to 666, five signs of the mark of the beast. And this was just looking at Revelation 13 in light of what's going on in the world today. And so you're asking what's going on in our ministry. Well, I'm going to take that message, which turned out to be a lot more, you never know, but I got a lot of response to it. So I'm going to do it online live tomorrow, 7 p.m. Wednesday night. You can surf on over to keepbelieving.com, keepbelieving.com. And I'm going to be doing that message online live so that people can hear some Bible prophecy uh, to see what's going on in the world today. So at 7 p.m. Central Time, Wednesday night, keepbelieving.com, the path to 666, five signs of the mark of the beast. Some of it may surprise people. If you're interested in that, love to have you join us. Wow. All, all right. That, that, that's a tease. That's what we call a tease in the business. Give, give us one sign. Well, a one of the, okay, let me give you the one that's most interested, interesting to me. Altered reality. Hmm. Hmm. I mean like hmm. the, the multiverse kind of thing or, uh-huh. Or, uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. Um, Artificial intelligence, augmented reality, parallel reality. Uh, it, it really fits right in with what Revelation 13 talks about. A statue is going to be erected during the tribulation period that, um, you know, you got the Antichrist. He apparently dies. Mm-hmm. Or does he die? Mm-hmm. John, John, when he saw the vision, it's clear John didn't know exactly what had happened right in front of his eyes yeah. in that vision. And yet that is 
that's an actual event of some kind that's yet future to us. Well, we're living in the day of deep fakes and artificial intelligence and disinformation, and we're going to see that raised to a new level in the tribulation. So, yeah, altered reality is one of those five signs. How about that? That's that's fascinating. Congratulations, Ray, for doing that. Yeah. Really. Because I've been reading articles. Jan Markell, Understanding yeah. the Time. Right. Uh, she she really gets uh, gets into biblical prophecy, but they often say on her program, her guests that come in, they are shocked by the number of churches, and they're even talking evangelical churches, that don't deal with Bible prophecy at all. They just stay away from it. Is is that a is that a real trend amongst evangelicals? Because in the in the seventies, I, I became a Christian in oh uh, in seventy eight, so. Um, from that point to like all the way into the nineties, I mean, Bible prophecy was was a huge Hal, Hal, issue. Hal Lindsey, yes, a lot I, of a lot of people make Great Planet Earth. Yes, uh, a lot of that. There was the uh, there was the uh, Left Behind series, right? And a lot of people they looked at the Left Behind series and they they and then there was a movie of the same name. Yeah, and, and there was almost like there was an embarrassment in some sections of the evangelical community that this is all kind of ridiculous and and people are dismissing it, so let's just stay away from that. And then there, of course, there are people with different eschatological views. Right. And some pastors are afraid of offending this portion of the congregation who may believe one thing and and the other, so they stay away from it. But... uh, Jan Markell actually had a percentage that she quoted, I guess, from a study that's been done, but it was the vast majority of churches stay away from this kind of teaching. Hmm. Uh, well, that's that's I, I'm I'm not shocked because there's increasing number of evangelical churches that are staying away from all kinds of things, marriage and family issues, and human hmm. sexuality, and talking about gender or abortion. Yeah, they are they are you know shying away from all of those. Uh, so I I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I had not heard what you're saying, and that's that's concerning to me because Ray, uh, Bible prophecy, you know, whatever your eschatological views are, it's in the Bible and plays a huge role in some of Jesus's teachings, and uh, you know, in and the epistles of Paul, you got a whole book at the end of the Bible that's right, dedicated right. to it. So it that seems like a strange thing. And I, 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 I again, Fred, I, I'm not doubting what Jan Markell is saying because of some of the other trends. I didn't know, I didn't know this. Uh, Ray, have you run across this as a... Well, I think Jan's 100% right. I can remember a day, well, I'm old enough now to remember a day <laughs> going back 45, 50 years when prophecy conferences were commonly held yeah. back in the 60s and the 70s. Not so much anymore. In fact, this one I spoke at over the weekend is the first time I've ever spoken in a Bible prophecy conference in my ministry because they've almost disappeared. Maybe part of it is is a, a spiritual issue. We've become so earthly-minded, mm-hmm. we're no heavenly good. We we It's all going to happen. It's you know People say, I don't want to— that's hard to understand, the beast, the Antichrist, and these strange things in the book of Revelation. We shy away from it, and yet we then lose a great deal of the biblical hope for the future Amen. that our God has all things 
in his hands and under control, including the future. And, and maybe today people are willing to listen a little bit more because, let's face it, we are living in dangerous, unstable, uncertain times. We do need to remind ourselves that our God is in control, not only of the past and the present, but of the future. He knows what he's doing, and he's going to do it. Okay, so uh, let's let's just sit let's just sit on this for just a second. Okay, okay? and folks, we'll go back to the uh, we'll go back to the news. Oh, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But so let me let me just ask something to Ray that you said, and let me just ask you, Fred, um, because you do go to Bible prophecy conferences. Actually, Jan Markell's planning to go to one in California in a couple of weeks, and it's Jan. Jan's? Or I think Jan is speaking at this. It's Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills okay. in California, and they've been doing one the last couple of years, have major speakers from all over the world that come into this conference. And uh, Jan Markell, she, she's, she says she's getting on in years right now, yeah. but her conferences in Minneapolis back a couple of years ago, 6,000 people would show up. Uh, well, so so there there is, regardless of, of what some evangelical pastors may 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 think there is a lot of interest in this so let me just ask you fred what something that ray just said okay now i'm gonna i'm gonna confess something here folks i'm sure you'll be disappointed this is not the first time when i was in bible college i i wanted to get i wanted to get married have kids and be in the ministry and so i actually i actually said to the lord Please don't come back just yet. I want to, I want to get married and have right. a family. Uh-huh. You know, it's silly. I was a very young Christian. I was in Bible college. I'd been a Christian only a year, and uh, but so I, I I wonder if what Ray just said. I wonder if the church, and, and this is speaking very broadly. It's unfair. There are a lot of wonderful churches, great pastors, a lot of dedicated Christians who yeah. pursue holiness. Okay, so folks. Uh, if you're listening, I'm not saying all are, are like this, but I wonder if the church as a whole has become so interested in worldly things that they're thinking like that. They're thinking, I don't want to hear about prophecy because I want my life to go on the way it is because I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. There's certainly a percentage uh, even inside you know, the evangelical church uh, that that believe, you know, and, and I think it comes to living here in the United States. We've enjoyed such yeah. tremendous freedoms in this right. country, mm-hmm. uh, economic successes, you know, your 401k, your, you uh, go to the grocery store. There's never an empty shelf before COVID. Yeah. It's just the way so it was. Life's really quite good. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, you know, I'm to, to kind of echo what you're saying. A lot of people say, you know, life is good. And, I, I've got this couple of new grandchildren coming yeah, along, yeah. And, and I, you know, I'd like to grow old with them. Yeah. So there's there is that thinking. There are different views on end time things right. within the 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 evangelical church, uh, and some people believe that things will get better and better. Right. And then Jesus will come back, and so uh, they've moved in the direction some of these uh, in the more. A kind of social gospel. Yeah, let's let's make the world a better place. Right. So that's their. We're fo- going to be here for a lot longer than we thought. Yeah. So that's the focus of yeah. their of their ministry, and not to say that that is bad. We ought to be helping people who are right. in de- in need in- indeed, but uh, at the same time, Ray, the Bible thirty percent of the Bible is prophecy. Mm-hmm. A lot of those prophecies have already 
come about. Right. You know, going back to the prophecies in the Old Testament of the birth of Jesus, uh, about the nation of Israel. A lot of things happened. Uh, there were certain beliefs, certain end-time beliefs, that were kind of blown away when Israel became a nation again in 1948. Yeah. Because a lot of people who claimed, who were Christians said that was never going to happen. Like God was through with the nation. Yeah, that was stunning. Yes. So 1948 comes along. It's the only time in the history of mankind that a nation that dissolved came back together again. Yeah. So along with the lines of biblical prophecy. So uh, a, a lot of people started looking at that and said, hmm, maybe this thing in Revelation isn't all just kind of image. Right. Maybe it's going to happen, especially that portion, Ray, of Scripture that talks about the 144,000 witnesses Yeah. and says 12,000 from each tribe. And I think uh, in Revelation, it says about four or five times a thousand years, a thousand years, yeah. millennial. So people started, uh, I think, all of a sudden, the interest, unfortunately, many times in biblical prophecy is in the pew versus in the pulpit. That's interesting. Is is that unfair, Ray? No, no. I think it's 100% true. I think the problem has been much more with pastors unwilling to speak out. And let's understand, some people did go too far. Uh, I, in The great debate on who is the Antichrist. Again, oh, yeah. I'm old enough to remember when people— uh, Henry Kissinger, yes. uh, they, they took his last name and and yes. they I remember it, that remember and somehow that they uh, added six a equals six and b equals twelve and yeah. c equals oh, eighteen. No. I think that's the way it goes. And they got Kissinger and they somehow worked it out with the number so that his name equaled six six six. Right? Yes. Okay, that was clever. You don't hear people saying that today, right? You don't. Uh, he doesn't seem like a likely candidate for it. All we can say is, in fact, I'm going to say this tomorrow night, all we really know is that we've been guessing for 2,000 years, and every guess has been wrong so far, right? But having said that, clearly, when I read the book of Revelation, there is a future Antichrist who will Mm -hmm. rise to power. He's coming. If you say, Pastor Ray, is he alive? Uh, today, I do not know. I, it's not like I've got, I want to stay away from claiming any knowledge beyond what is actually written in the Word of God, right? I want to, uh, the Word of God is sensational enough. It's amazing enough without having to uh, say, well, Ray, what does 666 equal? All we can say is whoever is alive in that day, they will understand. It'll be clear to them in that day. So, um, Without having to set a date, we ought to always stay away from people who set dates. Right. Somebody says, I know when Jesus is going to come back. On, on, you know, there's some people who, uh, who who even some dates here in the month of September have said, well, this is some special date connected with the second coming. We shall see about all that. He'll be here when he gets here. Yeah. The Bible itself is sensational enough in the good sense. Yes. It's surprising and shocking enough in its just in its literal sense that we don't have to add anything to it. So uh, I think it's a good thing when pastors will preach on Bible prophecy. I think it's a good thing because it reminds people in a world that often seems to be spinning out of control that our God has everything under control, and he told us what we need to know about it thousands of years ago. I, uh, 
worked with uh, a uh, pastor here locally uh, as a youth pastor, an associate pastor, and he was a friend of my wife's family. His name was Cecil Pumphrey, and uh, he's a number of years ago went on to be with the Lord, but I always loved his eschatology. He said, here's mine. He said, he's coming and I'm going. (laughs) <laughs> and I just, and you know, and he, he, he was, you know, there were different views in the church. And so he, he said that, listen, I, 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 uh, let me just toss this in. We're we, maybe, maybe we'll get to another story. I don't know. I'm having fun doing this. Folks. Yes. I hope you are too. Um, it, it, here's what, when I was pastoring for years and years, I, I would tell our people cause they would say, well, I, the folks in the church, uh, usually Wednesday night was our night to, you know, kind of we opened up the questions. It was a small church, so uh, they would say, well, w- what do you do with all the people, Ray, you're talking about who who make predictions? And uh, and I do remember having studied history that uh, that uh, Mussolini was, mm-hmm. people said he's the Antichrist, and then it was Hitler, mm-hmm. and then it was Stalin. And they said, don't you think that when Christians are always looking at this particular figure and you're mentioning Kissinger and JFK was shot in the head and he's going to come back. Don't you think that makes us look silly? And, and this is what I told them. I said, well, uh, I'm not sure it makes us look, maybe it makes us look silly. I don't care, but here's the thing. These kinds of people and these kinds of circumstances that the Bible talks about have come in history in these kind of like cycles uh, and people, Christians, get excited and they say, hey, this is starting to look like what the Bible says. This could be it. And this person looks like the Antichrist. And then it doesn't happen. And my opinion is, so what? I think we're meant to look for these signs, these patterns of circumstances, the character of these individuals who arise, like Napoleon. Napoleon was considered to be a possibility of the Antichrist, took over Europe, okay, Uh, on behalf of the French Revolution, an atheist movement. I I think, like what you said, Ray, uh, at some point, the church is going to be right, Uh you know, about particular individuals, again, depending on what your eschatology is, but we're meant to be alert and looking for the signs, and if the signs seem to repeat at times when a wicked man arises to power and things begin to unfold. The church is meant to go, aha, Mm -hmm. because we're meant to be alert. And at some point it is going to be, it is going to be the end. And the circumstances are going to suddenly shift and head towards the termination of human history. And Christians are meant to, to be watching, watchful, yes. mm-hmm. prayerful, and looking for these signs. So maybe it does make us look silly sometimes, but, uh, you know, when my wife would take the kids for the summer, you know, a couple of weeks to go see the, the grandparents, and they were to come home, you know, roughly a certain time, I'd continually look out that window. I can't wait. Is that them? That, yeah. No, it's not them. I think we're supposed to have that expectancy Absolutely. and be excited about what's happening around us. And that's why it's so important to teach this. I think we are at a time. I just mentioned, you know, a a lot of Christians had trouble with the idea of what the Bible had to say about Israel, nation of Israel, what's taught in the book of Romans about, uh, you know, 
Israel coming back into being. So 1948 happens, Israel comes back into beings, and that ought to be an aha moment yes. uh, when that happened. But also we're seeing, you know, people have questioned through the years in the teaching of Revelation uh, that the whole world will will worship the beast. Right. And a lot of people say, well, how does that happen? You know, yeah. fall down, worship the beast. Well, today, because of the technology that we have, that kind of thing can be monitored. Yeah. People's activities can be monitored. And, uh, and so we ought to be, okay, technically that can happen today. Yeah. Uh, where, you know. 50 uh, years ago. It could. 50 years ago, 100 years ago, people would have said, well, I don't understand that. Right. How can that happen? Uh, the idea of somebody being able to control the world economy. A hundred years ago, people would have said, well, no. Right. I mean, every nation is independent, and another nation's not going to tell the United States what to do. Well, today, though, uh, it is possible we know that because there are things that could be put in place to control the idea, the knowledge of what people are buying, and, you know, if you, and this is some somewhat speculation, <laughs> You think about, uh, you know, getting rid of Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, last week, said we need to bring about uh, the uh, digital dollar. Right. Okay, so you do away with all currency. Yeah. And you have a digital dollar, and you do the exchange through a chip in the hand yeah. or whatever the case may be. And people a few years ago would say, that's just nonsense. Come right. on. Right. Well, today it's becoming a reality. So what does that tell us? It doesn't give us a date when the Lord is going to return, but I think we can say, boy, we are getting closer to yeah. that because all of those things, those things that the Antichrist will use are technically possible today. And people, for security reasons, you know, the uh, for, you know, they don't want their debit card stolen or whatever the case may be, right. credit card. All of those things that, that are talked about in Revelation, the tools that the Antichrist will use to bring the whole world under his power, those technically are coming about. Yeah, and even if they're not, you know, worldwide in every village right now, we to me, I think, Ray, we'll bring you back in here. I think we're meant to be going, like Fred's saying, going, aha, wait, it, and now maybe, maybe our listeners, maybe you're that person at, family gatherings at Thanksgiving, who brings up what Fred just said. Everyone rolls their eyes, okay? But when something clicks over and then everyone's told, or no more cash, they're going to look for you at the next Thanksgiving meal and say, what were you saying about that? It seems to me, Ray, that we are meant to pay attention to these things, speak up when they happen, but keep our eyes fixed on the author and finisher of our faith and look for our redemption to draw nigh. You know, Jesus said there are going to be signs in the sun, moon, and stars, perplexity, anguish among the nations. This is Luke 21. And he, he talks about the dire circumstances just before he returns. And then he says, when you see these things come to pass— we're supposed to be paying attention to world events. And when we see prophecy being fulfilled, folks, look up. Yeah. Your redemption is drawing nigh. And, and folks, I encourage you, have some charity for Christians who may have a different eschatology. Absolutely. Because uh, when the Lord comes, 
those who know him are going. We're all going to be on the, we may not That's all right. be on the same street in heaven. <laughs> We're going to be in the same city. Uh, so, hey, folks, I hope you didn't mind. We didn't, you know, we didn't talk about chaos in Chicago or some of these other big headlines. We talked uh, Bible here in the last 25 minutes. Hope you enjoyed that. Jesus is coming. And I'm looking for him when he's coming and I'm going. Hey, folks, more great programming directly ahead. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow.